right. I want each of you to get one candle, okay? Get one candle. You can grab them off that table if you want. Here you go. You can grab one. Just grab one candle. If you. It's not real. It's just a battery. All right, everybody get a candle. So just, just one of these and have a seat if you would. All right. Everybody get a candle? Thank you, Andy. Anybody else? You can't lie. It's not a real candle. So have a seat. Everybody have a seat real quick. Okay. Everybody, good to see y'all. Hey, Peter, how are you? Good, good. It's exciting time, isn't it? You know, we've been talking about this whole series that we've had together about what we call reflecting the holy and the light. The candle you hold is something that helps reflect that holy force. So we gather tonight, we sing, and we've lit candles, and we're going to light candles at the end of the service, and it's going to be a great and fun time to have. But sometimes it's hard to understand what's going on, what's all this light about? And we realize that it's Christ's light in our life that's shining. It's God's love for us that we see through his son Jesus, not because we've been good, but because God loves each and every one of us. So our being, our hope, just as that candle, and I know it's a battery-operated candle, just as it reflects a light, our hope tonight is that your life, my life, everybody's life here reflects that light of Christ, that love that Christ has for us. God came to us as a baby. Here, y'all look here. Look up here. God came to us as a baby. He came to us as Jesus, and he came to us in human flesh, and that we recognize that at Christmas Eve and Christmas. So tonight, we're going to take a journey. Y'all ready to take a journey? And we're going to hear this Christmas story told, uh, and that many different people are going to read it to you. So as we sing, O Little Town of Bethlehem, Miss Alden is there in the middle. We're going to go and have a seat around Miss Alden. So very quietly, let's head to Miss Alden and have a seat around her. amazing pregnancy and John's birth, the emperor in Rome, Caesar Augustus, required everyone in the Roman Empire to participate in a massive census, the first census since Quirinius had become governor of Syria. Each person had to go to his or her ancestral city to be counted. Mary's fiance, Joseph, from Nazareth in Galilee, had to participate in the census in the same way everyone else did, because he was a descendant of King David, his ancestral city was Bethlehem, David's birthplace. Mary, who was now late in her pregnancy, the messenger Gabriel had predicted, accompanied Joseph. While in Bethlehem, 
She went into labor and gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped the baby in a blanket and laid him in a feeding trough because the inn had no room for them. All right, Miss Alden read to us part of the Christmas story. So now we're gonna to go to Mr. Andy by the manger and hear the story continue. So follow me. Outside of Bethlehem, a group of shepherds were guarding their flocks from predators in the darkness of the night. <laughs> Suddenly, a messenger of the Lord stood in front of them, and the darkness was replaced by a glorious light, the shining light of God's glory, and they were terrified. good news. News of great joy. News that will affect all people everywhere. 
Today, in the city of David, a liberator has been born. For you, he is the promised anointed one. He is the supreme authority. You will know him because you will find him and see him as a baby wrapped in a blanket and laying in a feeding trough. At that moment, the first heavenly messengers were joined by thousands of other messengers of a vast heavenly choir and they praised God. heavenly messengers disappeared into heaven. The shepherds were buzzing with conversation. Let's rush to Bethlehem right now. Let's see what's happening. Let's experience all that the Lord has told us about.
So they ran into town, and eventually they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the feeding trough. After they saw the baby, they spread the story of what they had experienced and what had been said to them about this child. Everyone who heard their story could not stop thinking about its meaning. Mary, too, pondered all of these events, treasuring each memory in her heart. The shepherds returned to their flocks, praising God for all they had seen and heard, and they glorified God and the way the experience had unfolded just as the heavenly messenger had predicted. of Christ, you're holding the light, and so now we're going to leave our lights at the manger because tomorrow morning when Jesus is born, he brings light into the world. So I want you to set your light at, at the, just not in the manger, but in front of the manger, and then you can return to your seats, okay? Thanks for coming up. That's fine. Go ahead. You can set it. Let's sing, What Child Is This? Will you stand as we sing? What child is this who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? Who made angels greet with anthem sweet while shepherds watch our keeping? 
Please be seated. The story from Luke that you've heard and witnessing the children carry the light of Christ and leave it at the manger. That's what Christmas is all about. Actually, that's a question I want us to contemplate for just a minute this evening. What is Christmas all about to you? Go ahead, shout it out. What is Christmas all about to you? <laughs> Family. What else? The birth of Christ. Come on, choir, you're good at these. Community. Community. Connection. Connection. Singing. Music. Has anybody ever heard of the online chat GPT, this conversation partner? Anybody in here heard of this? A few. I just discovered it, thank you, Drew, this week. Chat GPT, it's an AI, an artificial intelligence, that you can carry on a conversation with, and actually the answers it gives are pretty reasonable and amazing. Some editors of a publication that I get decided to ask this AI, this chat GPT, what Christmas is all about. And so it asked that question and it responded, it's about a holiday on December 25th, it's about the birth of Jesus, it's about friends and family gathering together. So sure, that's what we say, it's a very basic answer, but they wanted something more solid, something a little deeper. And so they decide to ask it another question. What is Christ Christmas all about from a Christian point of view? And then it began to get deeper in this conversation. It's the time to celebrate the birth of Christ. And it referred to the story of Luke 2 that we just heard tonight about the stable and about the shepherd and about the angels and Joseph and Mary and her pregnancy and their journey that they took together. But that still wasn't enough. That's what the story of Christmas is about. But what is Christmas? Christ must. What is Christmas all about? So they asked it even a deeper question. Theologically, what is Christmas all about? And here's what they said. Christmas is a celebration of the incarnation of the God, the Son, who became human in order to save humanity from their sins. And then this AI quoted the book of John and began to support that with Scripture. Pretty amazing by just asking the question to hear the response. And the responses began on just the surface that it's a date and a time of gathering. To it's about Christ's birth. Till about what did that birth mean to us? That he came in a human flesh to forgive our sins. So what's Christmas about? Well, on the surface, it's about friends and family and gathering and social and eating and celebrating and exchanging the presents. But then there's a question still left to ask. What does that mean to me? What does that change in me? What difference is Christmas going to make in me? And so they decide to ask the AI this question too and see what it might say. And it said, Christmas is a time for reflection, gratitude, and spending time with loved ones to celebrate the birth of Jesus and the values he represents, such as love, compassion, and forgiveness. A time for personal growth and self-improvement and an opportunity to focus on things that truly matter. 
And then hear this. It's a time to let go of negativity and resentment. Hmm. Not only to embrace the good, but to let go of that which holds us back, which separates us, which divides us. A time to give and a time to let go. Ultimately, the way that Christmas changes you and the way that Christmas changes each of us is how we approach it. So I asked the question I asked at the beginning, what is Christmas all about for you? I guess it really depends how you approach Christmas. And the challenge, it's not too late to deepen your approach. It's not too late to deepen your approach. What is Christmas all about to you? And what difference will that make in your life? I hope that's a question that we won't just ask some artificial intelligence, but we'll ask our family, our friends, our children, our parents, as we sit around the table this evening, our breakfast tomorrow, or around the tree tomorrow, and that we'll contemplate that it's not just a date on the calendar, it's not just a holiday, but it's the difference that, made, that God made by sending us in human form, His Son Jesus, to forgive our sins, that we may know that love, passion, and forgiveness and we may let go of that resentment and negativity so that the world around us may be a better place and that God's love and God's light will shine upon the darkness. May that light and that love be with you this Christmas. Amen.